Welcome to Home Dad Chat, brought to you by the National At-Home Dad Network. My name is Brock. My name is Danny. And we are here to talk about life as stay-at-home dads. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. No, I don't want much. I even love handmade crafts made of macaroni. Come on now, you should know me. Sometimes I might eat too much. No worry about my weight, got the dad bod rocking on me. Sketches on my feet, cargo shorts look good on me. I'm a dad, that's what I do. Hey everybody, welcome back to the show. Danny, you didn't leave me, I'm glad. I, no, hit I can't leave you, I can't leave here. you on, on black shirt night. I, I know, right? You got, <laughs> you got the memo. So I got my brewery shirt on low? tonight. Yeah. yeah, I got my brewery yeah. shirt on. So yeah, and I saw too that uh, your your brewer's got like the bronze medal on or bronze award. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. I, I didn't. I don't have all the details. Obviously, it's okay. But... No, our yeah, our head brewer was awarded yeah. a bronze medal and from the nice. uh, U.S. Uh, Open Beer Championship. Uh, which is, I believe, cool. like the second, I think it's like the second largest uh, beer judging competition, like in the country or something like that. Oh, wow. So kind of a big deal. And it's actually, it takes place here in Ohio too, which is really neat. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, he he won bronze for a historical beer. Uh, it's called a Cot Booster. It's not something that a lot of places make. The notes in it are honey. Uh, molasses and oats uh, and to me it's i would say a rendition of like a sweet lager so it's just a really it's a really good beer Um, the history behind it it was a beer that was made over in germany and was outlawed by the nazis Um, oh wow and, and he um when he got the opportunity to start making beer and getting to choose his own recipes. Uh, he found that recipe and was like, I want to make this. And that's, that's what he did. And then entered it. And yeah, he got his, uh, he got his medal today. So that was, it was a pretty exciting morning at the brewery for that. (laughs) Yeah. Fantastic. Congratulations to your brewery, to your brewmaster. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Great stuff. And, and honestly, I always want to um celebrate those things even though it's kind of like a niche thing and it's kind of for you and your job and yeah you know um and people like me just sitting here listening to you talking about notes and trying not to glaze over <laughs> but i i will say i do appreciate the passion you have and i really think that's something that is it's a reason why people listen to us yeah is that no, passion thanks, like yeah. that you know so yeah i actually I make fun of you but oh it's okay it's yeah. okay i, I, I did good. get the ch- i did get the chance to uh to talk to the guys uh, after we did pictures and everything. And I was like, so how do I get connected with you guys? How do I, how do I maybe get to do some of this? And, uh, kind of had like a mini interview with him actually it's asking me all kinds nice. of questions. And he was like, yeah, he's like, uh, I, I'll, I'll be in touch with you. Like, so who knows, maybe I get cool. to be a part of some of the judging. They have like a beer enthusiast category. So they, all right. you know, we'll put you around a table with some guys and you get to get to do some judging of some of it, which is pretty cool. You all love beer, so yeah. yeah, exactly. So, so um, so I know you needed to be busier, so I'm glad you did that. Yeah, <laughs> you know, <laughs> what can I say? Well, that's like, well, that's like I uh, this weekend I went up and uh, hung out with uh, Matt Lofi from the Dadass podcast and uh, spent the entire Saturday with him, Sweet. and and we were concocting plans for. 
like a new passion project. We'll just say that uh, later on in the year, we might be able to give them more information out, but uh, it's pretty exciting. So yeah. Um, and I, I know he's excited. He has announced this on their, you know, the dad ass podcast. So it's yeah. not, we're not revealing anything, but he yeah, has yeah. one little baby uh, about three almost or somewhere. I don't want to say their name, but um, and has another one on the way. Yeah, so, he does. He's got, awesome. He's got a, he's got one on the way. I actually made a really funny joke because he always talked about how like his toddler, you know, would basically like somehow like, you know, get him in the jewels all the time. And, uh, <laughs> and I, his wife, it was, so him and his wife were in the kitchen and we were just talking and I was like, Hey, I just want to say congratulations on the new little one on the way. And I just want to say, Matt, you, uh, you, you, you beat the odds on, uh, getting hit in the nuts and still being <laughs> able to produce an air. So congratulations. Well, you go, well buddy. done, sir. His wife was laughing so hard. It was hilarious. <laughs> So yeah, so that was a that That's was a right. fun one to uh to just kind of put out there for him. But mm-hmm. uh yeah, I mean yeah, the the project though that he's working on is basically trying to get changing yeah. tables uh and changing stations yeah. in men's and uh I think just uh like genderless bathrooms basically. Mm-hmm. Um and I think he did over 130 up in Columbus. It was pretty awesome. And he got city mm-hmm. council involved and they yeah. it, they forked over a, a ton of money um and it wasn't even taxpayers money it was actually like some other it was money that these city councilmen just like wrote a check to like make this happen and um businesses could just sign up for it and cool. uh he told me a really funny story and i won't use the name of the the place or anything like that but <laughs> it's somebody that he like he he hangs out with regularly and uh this person i guess they just had a kid like in between or something and he kept saying oh no i don't we don't we don't need to do that or something along those lines and his wife was like are you kidding me like what it's free it you could put it in there like whatever Mm -hmm. and uh she's yelling at him and uh find come find out that the day that they were talking about it was like the day after everything ended (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh no you know like the proverbial smack in the back of the head right. by the wife <laughs> missed it by that much yeah exactly so but i was just like yep that's that happens i mean people just you know gotta gotta get over it if that's mm-hmm. something that you need in your in your business like especially if someone's gonna just Jump give it to it. you like take yeah. it yeah exactly yeah. so but yeah so in the future you know hopefully there'll be some uh, partnerships that are coming along with uh with what he's doing and, and things mm-hmm. like that and that's what i'm hoping to uh, get involved with after i uh, yeah. finish up my term here on the board so i'm excited about it cool cool yeah and matt's a good guy yeah I like him i like sean more i'm just saying <laughs> uh, i'm just gonna tell you matt i love you but sean's sean's my best my favorite that's yeah uh it really is too because he sean and matt are like you and i so many ways we we were talking when we were in Phoenix, and I'm like, "Oh my God, yes, that's exactly what Brock does." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's some similarities there, that's for sure. Yeah, definitely. All so, good things. All, all good, good things. things. Exactly. Um, but yeah, so that was so that's what was going on. And then uh, before we got on, I was telling you that uh, you know I'm just kind of feeling a little uh, burnt out on fatherhood. <laughs> I'm sure I'm not alone in that. Uh, just, I don't know, man, there's just days, maybe weeks where you just like, okay, like, can I just, can I bow out for a while? Like, right. 
you know, just so many different things that you see need done around the house. You're like, I just don't have, I don't have any fortitude to even get involved Mm -hmm. into it. Or like tonight, for instance, um, I had the dog basically like stalking me around the house, like take me out, take me out, take me out. (laughs) And the kids were all doing things. And uh, Corey was sitting on the couch. (laughs) She didn't mean anything by it. I mean, she's tired. She worked all day. But I like walked into the living room. And at one point, Ruby's like, Papa. And I'm like, I can't do it all. (laughs) And Mm -hmm. threw my hands up in the air. And I I walked out with the dog. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I don't know what else to do. I'm like, I'm not trying to say like, hey, like, can you help out? But it was just like, I can't do it all. Like, yeah. (laughs) And, and I think, and we've talked about this in the past too, is understanding that we both like you and your partner both have such a high demand on you, you know? Yeah. And the way you've switched stuff, it, 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 it makes it different, but also just with any family, you know, you have kids, they have needs constantly. Oh yeah. And they're just constantly asking for things all the time. Snacks. Shut up. I'm going to snacks. Ain't no snacks (laughs) in this house anymore. No, just kidding. Someone's little snack bitch. Yep. <laughs> but I love it. I was like thinking at my head. I'm like, is he gonna say it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But you you reach that point and it's the end of your day. And I mean, I do it with Marnie a lot. She's yeah. she's you know, she goes in early, so she's done by like three or you know, three thirty or something. And she says, Okay, I'm home. And I'm like, Cool, 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 cool. Mm-hmm. I have uh I have six more hours and you and I can fall asleep in front of the TV. How about that? There you, you know? go. Because yep. it's just, it, it's not going to slow down. It's not going to stop. It's just going to be thing after thing after thing. And I will say, I find that my wife is incredibly helpful, competent, useful, oh, yeah. will pitch it. I have to ask her. I'm going to have to literally say, I need you to do this. And that's been a problem of mine because I'm kind of, or I'm not kind of, I'm definitely passive aggressive. And I just want her to know somehow some magical way, like she can read my mind that I'm stressed <laughs> out, that I'm doing too much, but I don't want to ask her to do things because she worked all day already. Right. You know, and she's already tired. She's used up all, a lot of her energy. And I, so I just want to keep doing it myself. And then, like you said, you get to a point and you're suddenly yelling, you know, or at least raising your voice. You're or just, at least, you know, yeah. Just or just popping. being like, you just I'm pop. done. I gotta yeah. go. <laughs> I'm out. I'm sorry. I'm out. No, the kids are right there. You'll be fine. I'm gone. I got to walk the dog. Yeah. Yeah, that's and that's pretty much what that came down to. So but I mean, it I was looking forward to this because tonight, especially, uh, yeah, we've got got two two great guys to talk to. Um, And also too, like, I'm just so proud of these guys, honestly, like, you know, just the way they got involved with the organization and what they're what they're doing Mm -hmm. now and stuff. And uh, it's interesting to look back on, like, you know, what started out as just a. Hey, I'm going to like, for me, like I'm going to buy the professional version of zoom and we're just going to start these dad lounge just gonna things do it. up and just see what happens. And to see two guys really just have a passion for, for what it is and to mm-hmm. really just take it to like another, like just level. Um, and also too, to be able to hand it off to them. Like that's the other thing. Like, I think sometimes yes. people are like, Oh, my baby. And it's like, it's not really my baby. I mean, I'm, but at the same time, like, you know, got it rolling, was able to able to give it to somebody else and they got just mm-hmm. the same amount of, of push on it. So, um, yeah, so I'm really, we're, I'm excited to see what Arvis and Phil have to say about the dad lounge and presenting about the dad lounge at mm-hmm. home dad con. So we'll be right back. 
Become a member of the National At-Home Dad Network, an organization focused on providing advocacy, community, education, and support. Connecting with households where dad is the primary caregiver of the children. We do this through our webinar and podcast series, mental health support groups, regular online social events, as well as our annual convention. The National At-Home Dad Network is a 100% volunteer organization. Without the generous support of its members and the community around it, we would not be able to continue the work that we do. Becoming a member gives you access to past convention speaker presentations, the ability to vote for board members annually, and ensures that the organization's fees and bills are in positive standing. Oh yeah, it should not go unmentioned that there is some cool swag headed your way if you decide to become a member. For only $35 a year, your membership provides you with the exclusive content only we can generate, and you'll be supporting an organization that benefits families all around the country and world. By advocating for them, offering them community, providing education and guidance, and supporting them to grow in their parenthood journey. And one last thing, if you contribute $500 or more, you will become a lifetime member. Not only will you receive everything already mentioned, but also a certificate recognizing your status and an exclusive National At-Home Dad Network challenge coin with our trademark logo, Dads Don't Babysit. So what are you waiting for? Become a member today. Hey, everybody. Welcome back from the break. As we stated before, we've got our guests with us tonight and uh, we're going to have a good time. Uh, you know, these two gentlemen uh, are regulars on the Dad Lounge. Uh, I recently handed things over to them to uh, uh, just continue on with having a place for dads to be able to come twice a week and just be able to just relax and hang out with other dads and tell jokes and, you know, laugh at all the stupid things that happen in life or even share some of the serious things in life and have a place to go to where you can feel safe with it. Phil and Arvis, welcome to the show, guys. Uh, we're excited to have you here. How you doing? Good, man. Yeah, thanks for having us on. Yes, thank you very much for having us on. Yeah. That's a great point. We worried about last names. I know you're professional. My name is Philip Fry, <laughs> like from Futurama. I love that you're using that. That's that's awesome. <laughs> The, the the I'm sorry, Arvis, I don't mean to interrupt, but the no first worries. time that I heard your name, Philip, I went, no, it ain't. <laughs> and I, I think it was Brock, actually. I can't remember who it was, but it was in, goodness, since, no, not Cincinnati. No, it had been Wherever it Cincinnati. was. Might have been Cincy. I don't know. But anyway, somebody said it, and I literally went, no. No, <laughs> you heard their name wrong. That's because, I mean, because that's awesome, but that's like, hey, James Bond wants to see you. Yeah. Yeah. When I I was getting my hunting license, the guy didn't even say Futurama. He was like, "Oh, like from the show?" Yeah, man. Like, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. You don't even even (laughs) say which one. Yeah, from the show. Wow. Okay. And uh, and we've got Arvis Brakeen with us. Hello. It take it's taken me forever to actually get your name correct, last name correct. You know, uh, trust me, a lot of people actually say Bracken, Breaking. it's it's kind of a norm and so it's where you just kind of go with it and so it's um where you know you just uh i think all this is actually it that gets butchered worse yeah yeah 
Wait, what is the, what would be the what would be a, a difference than Arvis? Yeah, that's, that's what I wanted to know. Oh man, I don't got Avis, um, Orvi, like an undiscovered mole. I so mean, they're so they're so they're taking out letters is what's going on here. They're not reading your name oh, correctly at all. <laughs> yes, or they'll rearrange it. Call me Ervis, and there's literally been times where I'm like, they were like, Ervis, can you come here? I'm like, how did you do that? I'm like, that's fast. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, um, but Phil, I will say, when I first saw your name, I did think the same thing too. I'm like, yo, that's freaking awesome. But I'm like, don't say nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Well, so so you two guys came in to be a part of the organization kind of in different ways. Like I feel like Phil with you, you came into uh Dadcon at home, I believe. Yep. And that's how you got connected. Arvis and I got connected through a different stay at home dad Facebook group, actually, and just kind of introduced him into the national at home dad network. And basically, I stole him from the other group. That's what it was, uh, <laughs> and uh, and he's been here ever since. But what? So I just kind of wanted to. We'll start with you, Phil. Um, tell us a little bit about your family and uh, what brought you into like connecting with the organization. Yeah. So um, right now, uh, yeah, I got a nine-year-old son and a four-year-old daughter that just started school. Then I got a three-year-old daughter and an eight-month-old son. I'm still full-time in it with at home. And uh, at the time when it was 2020, when COVID all started, when the guys did the online version of DadCon, I found out about you guys like, man, it was like a month or something before the actual con from my counselor in Phoenix, actually. You know, she was like, you're not the only stay-at-home dad. There's actually this network. I think she saw the something on like the CBS morning show or something like that. Oh, yeah. And um, yep. so that's how she kind of, and she sent me a link and I checked you guys out and I saw you were doing this dad kind of thing. And so I was like swept up and, you know, I know a lot of guys are like, oh, you know, the online one really missed a lot, but that was the first one I went to and it was awesome. You know, <laughs> the biggest thing for me was uh, I did Matt Strain's breakout on cooking and I was like, I couldn't believe, you know, how many other dads are cooking. And um, after that, you know, I, I literally just started, I'm going to start doing that. I'm going to cook. And, you know, that made it easier. So my wife didn't have to cook when she got off of work. And then we ended up getting like two or three hours extra every day because I was cooking during nice. the daytime. And I mean, it's, and I try to take one thing away from each one of the conventions I go to, um, but it's been awesome. And then, you know, having the dad lounge and stuff, because. You know, I, I live in a really rural place and I've met uh, two other stay-at-home dads in like the last three years and I totally scared them away, you know, <laughs> you know, be my friend. <laughs> right. Yeah. But, uh, there's there's not a ton of them, but um, yeah, the uh, the dad lounge and, and that aspect has been been really cool. And the conventions, you know, those are those are like software updates for me. Those are really awesome. I like mm -hmm. the way you say that software updates. That's that's actually a really good. <laughs> that's a really good way to look at it. Just. You're getting rebooted in a way with yeah. uh with more information. For That's sure. awesome. Yeah. I thought it was funny too. Like so after home, after DadCon at home, uh, I think there was like a week or something where kind of we were getting ready to get back into like doing the dad lounge stuff. And I remember you sending an email and you're like, Hey, when are you doing that again? I'm like, Well, actually, we're <laughs> gonna start doing the dad lounge on a regular basis. He's like, I'll see you there. I'm like, okay, yeah. cool. <laughs> so that worked out really well. <laughs> oh, yeah, it was perfect. Uh, Arvis, what about you, man? What tell us a little bit about uh, your family and uh, how uh, how things got connected for you with uh, with the org? 
Well, you know, I have I have a identical twin boys, you know, who just turned thirteen this past one eleven. And, you know, at the time that I uh you know, became a stay at home dad, I was diagnosed with all of these health conditions and everything kinda slammed at me at once. And I was just given, uh, you know, some bad news from the doctor that they were uh, running out of options to treat my pain because I have multiple different types of chronic pain that I deal with on the daily basis. And so I was looking for, you know, a stay-at-home dad group and, you know, that can try to give me some guidance, something like that, and I really wasn't getting it. And I was at the point where I'm like, I was literally saying to myself, I'm like, man, I need prayers. I'm like, I just need someone to kind of just guide me. I was looking for a mentor and then ended up reading, uh, reached out with you. You reached out to me, you know, as far as on a different subject, but we clicked like instantly. And you recommended me to the National Way Home Dad Network. And, and you said that we have this thing that's called Dad Lounge, you know, a place that, you know, other stay-at-home dads can be able to hang out. And I was nervous because, you know, I'm from the hood. And, you know, to be perfectly honest to the listeners, the only thing you hear about stay-at-home dads or anything with dads in the hood is the complaining of child support. And so, you know, my dad has been in the picture and I thank God for that. You know, we, you know, we have a better relationship than we once did, but, you know, the guidance that I, that I needed, I wasn't getting and no fault to him. So what happened is, you know, uh, you brought me in and I was so nervous and, you know, I was just thinking about just. I'm like, I want to be a better dad. I want to be a better dad, but I don't know how. And I remember the network welcomed me with open arms. And, you know, I tried the Phoenix City Dads. And, you know, that's a very good network, but we just did not connect. Uh, felt very much like an outsider. And Phoenix is a very big city. But when it comes to at-home dads, it's very far in between. And so, you know, around here, there's really no one to vibe with. So it's kind of like in a world, like a world setting, kind of like what Phil deals with. And I remember, you know, you told me about as far as uh, DadCon. And the first one was, you know, quote unquote, in my backyard. And I remember I almost didn't go. And I remember going and seeing dads literally wear being a stay-at-home dad like a badge of honor. And I'm very big on family. And just seeing other dads welcome me in and accepting me for who I am and embracing that and so ever since i was thinking to myself on how what can i do to to give back and be able to help this organization if if possible you know to grow because even though it's on a national 
stage, it's still not known for what it does. Yeah, well said. Definitely a lot of folks that uh, still don't know uh, who the National At Home Dad Network are, but I feel like that's a, a constant thing that we just keep pushing the pushing the proverbial rock up the hill to, uh, I don't know. <laughs> I, I will say talking to some, because we're always looking for or other dad organizations to partner with, you know, and people that we can find like mind and to boost their signal and, and maybe they boost ours in return and what have you. And it's happened more often in the last six months or so that somebody goes, Oh yeah, we know who you are. And in an email or on a call or whatever. And I'm just like, Yes. <laughs> uh, and I think honestly, quarantine did a, a huge, huge service for a lot of people that were at home parents, helping them find an organization. So, but yeah. the dad lounge, man, you know, Brock and I talk all the time that if, if you're going to be an at home dad, you really need to find a mentor and a men's group. I mean, you just need to find, you, you can say whatever word I, I call it my, my social network, you know, or my support network. I need this. And if I didn't have it, I wouldn't be doing my job nearly as well. I mean, you can't live in a vacuum in this job. So the dad lounge itself was a fantastic idea. Um, and it's done very well for a lot of people. So now you're going into the convention to give a breakout on it. So I have to ask how, if you're not going to use this in your presentation directly, um, how did it affect you? Like the first or second time you went in there and just really understood what you were getting into. How'd you feel? Like Philip, the first thing I remember when I went in there was the same thing. I was like getting ready, finger over the leave meeting, you know, if it felt weird or whatever, just to just peace. You yeah. Know? Cause you know, typically, you know, on the dad lounge for me, you know, I, the biggest thing that I felt in the beginning and what I still like take away the most from it is like, I, I love like just seeing other, all these other faces and I'm like, oh man, you know, they're all doing the same thing. They're all like carrying the same kind of struggle with them and stuff. And, yes. you know, you don't have to like go into the whole, like, well, I feel this way because, you know, it's, mm-hmm. you know, that part's covered, you know, you can just say what's up. And, um, and so that's the biggest thing I, I love. I love just seeing everybody and just mm-hmm. seeing so many guys, you know, because it's, there's something about that, you know, I don't, like I said, and even like, you know, in Arvis's case, like it doesn't necessarily matter if you're in a big city or in the middle of nowhere, there might be a lot of us, but we're all hiding or something. I mean, it's, you don't see it like that. So that, that's, that's what I really, I like about it. You know, just being able to know and see all these other guys going through the same thing and um yeah i mean it, it's super helpful arvis have you f- had kind of the same feelings is that what you got like in your first couple of things or have you you experienced something different yeah that experience about the same things because when i first came in i felt i, I was very nervous and mm-hmm. i was afraid that i wouldn't be accepted that's always my fear is will they accept for who I am but mm-hmm. as the, the, the second time when I came in you know they were I'm like wow they when I asked them how the day was and, and I tell them I'm like you know what man my kids ain't listening or you know right now I'm like I caught everything clean and then I found and they understand <laughs> yeah. what I'm talking about and you know, when it comes to like little tricks or like, I'm like, hey, do you by any chance, you know, clean the top of your light bulbs, you know, in your vanity? And 
you know, they'll be like, yeah. And they're like, no, Orvis, uh, we can't. We, we can't yeah, see that like, like oh, you can. Right. <laughs> 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 and, but the thing about it is that I love it. Arvis brings a whole new perspective to cleaning right. that none of us will ever know <laughs> without a ladder. It's, it's really cool, too, because if you think about how your kids view the world, right? Your yes. kids, you're yeah. a giant. Everybody's a giant. You're you, though, Arvis. And, and honestly, Phil, too. Y'all are big, you know, and to be able to have that perspective, it really I think it's great for any group. And I didn't mean to really interrupt you on the, no cleaning the top of your light bulbs part. But, yeah, we can't see that. I, I don't know what's up there. I don't want to know yeah. what's up there. Yeah, I mean, it was literally like I remember one session, you know, they're like, Arvis, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm dusting my ceilings. And they're like, wait, what? And I, I'm like, I'm like, it gets dirty. And I, I'm thinking mm-hmm. to myself, I could never have this conversation with anyone else, with any group of people, because I have tried yeah. and they have no idea. And you have people from all walks of life. And not just nationally, but, you know, we have um, at home that that called from Sweden, Canada, the Netherlands, you know, mm-hmm. to call in. And it'll be where it's you're welcomed. And it's it's really an environment that it really helps you out tremendously. And I didn't feel uncomfortable anymore i did think about as far as the same thing phil said i'm like you know what i'll give it five minutes and then uh (laughs) yeah well i was just gonna say that you know five hours later i'm there (laughs) just enjoying myself you know and i'm like wow i can't wait till thursday Mm -hmm. and it's been like that ever since I will say it is fun to uh, like before I go to bed, I'll usually like if I've, I've got it just running on my computer, sometimes I'll pull it up and it's like there's eight, 10 guys at like midnight <laughs> Eastern time just <laughs> hanging on there. I mean, most of them are West Coast guys, but there are sometimes you get a few guys who have just decided to stay up late. And it's just amazing to see like everybody on there chatting and having just a good old time. And I'm like, glad you all are having fun. I'm going to bed. <laughs> but but they're also too i love it there's always this like place where one person says well hey i gotta go i'll see you guys later and then you get like three other people like oh we're gonna go too like the door's (laughs) opening up we're 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 following on him with them (laughs) there's always that one ominous leader who you know has guts finally say it's time to go and they're like Oh man, I've been waiting for it forever. <laughs> yeah, there's there are definitely a few people that are still trying to figure out like the whole like exiting plan for out of the out of being in the dad lounge for uh, sure. Yeah, yes. I have to imagine that it might be a little difficult at times to get that word in to tell people you're going to leave. That I have to believe yeah. that the conversation is just going and going, and there's no spot. Yeah, you know. That's where the yeah. chat. That's where the chat comes in handy, really yeah, well. Type it in. A lot of people yeah. are like, "Hey, I gotta go. See ya." <laughs> yeah, I mean, Arvis, you know the mo, man. It's uh, <laughs> I usually just drop out. <laughs> I'll see y'all. I'll see y'all again, man. It's no big deal. And, and, like, and then I'm they're like, "Hey, where did Phil go?" I'm like, "Oh, his battery died." Yeah, there you go. <laughs> 
Phil did yeah, the old was... electronic Irish goodbye. See, you later. Yep, yeah. <laughs> yeah, there was one thing I remember. This was like even, I mean, it was over a year ago, and I don't remember who said it. it Might have been you, Brock. I don't know, but it really stood out to me because you know, whenever anybody jumps on, it's like, hey, man, what are you doing? You know, or how things are going, and and the dad said something like, oh, you know, doing laundry, I'm getting dinner cooked, you know, dad stuff. And I was like, yeah. oh man, that like that hit with me. I was like, oh, that's that's cool, you know. Like yes. I only hear with yeah. that like resonates yes. so true. It was really yeah. cool to hear that. That's awesome. Yeah, I love how I love how when you made like look in someone's like background, they're doing laundry or you know they're cooking, and mm-hmm. every dad is curious. So like, hey, what you cooking? And oh, you know it. Literally, like, yeah, they're like, yep. hey man, get, send me that recipe, man. Put that in the mm-hmm. chat. Yeah, and. So no matter what you're into, they have a genuine interest in what you love. I have times where I just turn it on and I'll just have it in the background just so I can hear the conversations that are going on. Like I might even have my video going, but I'll be like unloading the dishwasher or folding laundry or something like that. And, you know, from time to time, I might say something for the most part, though. I'm just there just to listen to everybody else talk. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, that's I did that yesterday on the Tad Lounge. I my my truck keeps breaking down, so I took my phone and I put the video up on my pigeons, so you know you could watch something cool. Well, I just took the Bluetooth speaker out to the truck, and you know I treat it like a podcast sometimes. And man, it's awesome if there's like ten guys on there, mm-hmm. you know, you, you'll you'll get to touch on some cool su- subjects and conversations for sure. I I do have to confess, Phil, uh, when you were working on your truck the other day, uh, I I popped on, you know, we were talking, and uh, uh, Corey was like. Like, uh, is, is somebody else on there right now? And I was like, yeah, Phil, he's working on his truck or whatever. And so he's, you know, just kind of trying to get this thing going. And she was like, oh, really? And like, we walked into the uh, office and she looks in there and you're just like ass in the air, like on top of your engine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, there was, I, I was, I was actually that day I was under my truck, you know? So and I, I was, I was like, man, I got to make sure I pay attention to beeps because I'm down there. You know, yeah. swearing well, up a storm, yelling at the rusted parts. And I'm like, <laughs> I to make sure I'm not the only one right now. And well, like I had seen you like, when I talked to you, you were underneath the truck. And that's what I told her. And she's like, what? And then like we walked in and you were like up in the like engine compartment, like looking down. And oh, nice. <laughs> yeah. I was like, man, I was like, things have gotten intense. He's trying to like climb in through the top now. Back <laughs> on that crack. Oh, man. <laughs> well, it's either stuff like that or you get uh, Daniel Wilkerson talking about, you know, being out on the ranch and all the stuff he's doing with oh, horses yeah. and, and things like that. So there's always an interesting like conversation to be had. And, and you know, you get a good story out of it from somebody. <laughs> For sure. You also have serious topics, too, that have, and that's something we'll be touching on about uh, in our presentation. But there's a lot of serious discussions that are had between dads and that's something that it actually promotes mental health. Mm -hmm. And that's something that is totally missed because a lot of people, what I've noticed in the past, even at that in Phoenix, a lot of people think that the dad lounge is a meet where it's, specifically for board members and for paid members. And oh, really? It's, <laughs> huh. Interesting. Oh, I've absolutely. never felt that anyway. Yeah. Okay. It, there's a lot of people who think that. So when they see it go out, they're like, oh, yeah, that meeting, that meeting. And I'm 
sitting there like, why in the world does everyone think it's a meeting? I'm like, it's it's a platform that's used, yeah. but it's more than just just the the platform. And so we want to tell everyone that it is more than just a meeting. And for those who are curious about it, but may not know how to access it and how to guide themselves through it, we want to help them with that too. Yeah. I, it's been interesting too. Like uh, the other stay at home dad group that you were in previously, you know, like there's a lot of the guys are in there as well. It's kind of dual setup on that. And you get guys who are like, man, I really wish there was a a place to like talk to some of you guys in a more like, you know, virtual way or something like that. And man, there, it doesn't take long, man. Somebody, Jeremy Haston or Master Train or whoever, those guys immediately are like posting what's up. And then usually I get in touch with that person and I'll be like, hey, like, here's the link. Like it's, you know, fully active. Like if you come in, like it's just, that's the link every time. And so, you know, if you, you're not in the national at home dad network, getting the event invitation, you can at least use the link and, and come in that way. And there's been some guys that have come in and checked it out. And they're like you though, like you're talking about that. I feel like they sat there with their finger on the leave <laughs> button and it was like, oh, they're, they're Okay. Maybe this wasn't what I thought it was going to be. And they're gone. It's like, wait a minute, like stick around for just a couple more minutes. Type yeah. of deal. Like give it, like, give it five more minutes. Yeah. Let the oh, conversation I mean, flow. Yeah. 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 Subjects change so fast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and it's like, oh. you can come into the dad lounge and literally just sit there. You know, you could be on screen if you wanted to or whatnot. Like usually we try to get people to at least say hi or something like that. But for the most part, like, you know, people just want to sit there and kind of listen, see what's going on. And I don't, I don't see that as a problem. It just gives them a chance to feel yet, fill out the group and see like, okay, like how can I interact with, with the guys in here, that kind of thing. And, um, like there have been a few that that's what they did. They just hung back kind of like little, like wallflowers, but they came back like the next Mm -hmm. time. And you're like, Oh, now they're on camera and they're, they're talking and you're like, Oh, great. Like, this is awesome. And, and that's that's really what is exciting to see is you know it's like all right like they were willing to give it a chance and that's the thing that I feel like a lot of the guys like a lot of the dads like they just need to give it a chance and you know they they'll find some way to interact in it. Mm-hmm. Oh, for sure. I mean, that's kind of my mo with it as well. I mean, I you know I, I mark it on my calendar. I mean, it's it's important to me to to make you know and I mean, but a lot of I mean, I come out, I light a cigar, and especially if there's a lot of people, man, I, I podcast it, you know, I call it pod, whatever. I just listen. And then, you know, it's cool though. It's easier for us on the West coast, but man, yeah, some, you know, even on the West coast, maybe we'll be up early in the morning sometimes. And, you know, you'll get into some really good talks with guys that like you met that night and uh, you're like brothers by the end of it. You know, it's really cool. Yeah. Yeah, yeah definitely. You With your talk and things like, I mean, most, some of the guys that are coming to the convention, they've participated in the dad lounge or whatever. What would you say is uh, the sticking point type thing? What are you trying to like get at uh, those that are going to come to your, uh, your breakout? Arvis, can I say, I'm going to, can I give one little thing away from our, okay. And I think it's just relevant right now because we're pre dad con right now. Really? Like if you're coming to dad con and it's like your first time jump on the dad lounge first, cause that was huge for me. You know, I, uh, I, I want to go out of my way to try to introduce myself to a bunch of guys 
But when I showed up to uh, the dad con in Cincinnati and I got to see all the guys that I see every Monday night on the, on the dad lounge, you know, it was just easy to just get right into it, you know, and, you know, start hanging out with those guys. And I kind of treated the, uh, that one kind of community room where the beer share was and stuff that, that reminded me of like a physical dad lounge, you know, oh, I'd yeah. pop my head in there and I'm be sure, like, yeah. who's in here right now? Uh, there's nobody. I'll come back in an hour. Oh, an hour later, there's like 10 guys, you know, Oh, I'm going to go hang out for a little bit, you know? <laughs> and I mean, it made the con just so much. I mean, I know that the dad kind of would have been different for me if I didn't have that group of guys from the dad lounge to kind of just jump right into it with. So, I mean, that part, that was really helpful to me. So if there's anybody that like is going to the dad con for the first time, I totally recommend coming into the dad lounge first and, you know, getting a feel. Cause even the dad lounge, I've said before, it kind of feels like dad con light, you know, we get that like mm-hmm. community with each other and stuff. It's, it's it really helped me with the dad con for sure. Yeah. And there is that, I mean, a lot of what we talk about for the convention, there's so many more things to it, but a lot of it, it comes down to the community, the ability to stand in a room with a hundred other men and nobody asks you what you do for a living. You know, (laughs) nobody looks at you and judges you because you're not bringing in, you know, a monumental paycheck or any paycheck maybe. Um, And nobody has that attitude and everybody gets it. My first convention, I probably said how many kids I have and how old they are a hundred times, you know, because everybody would ask, Hey, where are you from? Well, I'm from here. And Oh, how many kids you got? And that was just the automatic icebreaker for just about everybody. Um, me being extroverted, I really, I didn't have a problem breaking the ice. I would talk to anybody. Right. But I love that idea, Bill. I really do to just go to the dad, dad lounge first put some faces to names, voices to names. And then when you get there, you can go, Oh yeah, yeah. I know that guy. Yeah. We can go, I can go hang out or just say hi at least. And that, you know, get swept up into all of that the convention has to offer beyond the amazing community. Yeah, definitely. That's, I like that idea a lot. I think that that's a great invitation. So <laughs> we, should, we should quote Phil. <laughs> Get, a oh, vid, get an audio clip. That's going to be the audio. That's going to be the audio the, clip for this episode. That's, that's that's nice, be. nice. <laughs> but for the the first time attending, yes, Q&A, I absolutely think we you y'all you or I can do it. Whatever should, we should put that in there. If y'all don't, if you two don't mind us using that, because I know you told us, but it is a part of your presentation. We don't want to mess that up. But no, I mean I think it's important because this is you know pre DadCon. And it's I think perfect it would, time. It could be a, a good game changer for a lot of guys who are coming mm-hmm. for their first time. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah, it's a great quote, Phil. You were talking about that uh, your a while back that your counselor uh, saw the uh, it was it was the NBC clip. Probably Dad's got this with uh, Craig. Uh, um, can't think of Craig, Craig Melvin from uh, from the Today Show. That's probably what they saw. I was just thinking about that. Oh, okay, because they came to uh, they came to Minnesota and. And shot a whole bunch of stuff, and they followed uh, Charlie O'Hara. Went out to his house and did a whole thing on him for like an entire day, and then did the same thing with uh, Greg Washington, and uh, mm-hmm. and then they had uh, Jonathan Heisey Grove come to New York and actually interview with Craig Melvin uh, in New York at the studio, and then they put all that together into this like amazing like seven minute featurette on for Dad's Got This. So that's probably what she saw. It's uh, something on our YouTube channel that I love sharing to people because like, hey, like they're like, oh, what, what's, what's going on with you guys? It's like, here, check this out. <laughs> I remember Charlie saying that it was like they were with him like all day and made like a seven minute thing out of it. <laughs> like it was, it was yeah. an ordeal. That's yeah, cool. it was pretty neat, man. For sure. 
But yeah, I mean, the dad lounge definitely kind of comes to life at home dad con for sure. Um, the whole, mm-hmm. like the, the beer share or even just like a bunch of the dads going out to dinner and, and, you know, you have those kind yeah. of conversations and stuff. Or uh, the other one that I really find that's fun is you get everybody at breakfast time, all sitting around talking and whatnot and just you know enjoying those conversations and being able to mm-hmm. just you know relax and uh yeah that's I, I like the fact that you know you guys uh proposed this idea to basically talk about this passion that you have for the dad lounge and and bring that to the convention i think that that is something that is just a needed thing where members see this very useful resource and they just want to make sure that everybody else understands like the full extent of what it can do for you. And so mm-hmm. I really just appreciate the fact that you guys are stepping out there to, to present on it. It's like CrossFit. Yes. And I will say this. So the viewers and listeners will know it was 100% Phil's idea. And so I wanted to make sure to give him a shout out because he is a brilliant individual and Arvis is missing a big part. Arvis just want to stop talking about it. So I'm like, dude, just go to the convention and talk about it there. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know about that. (laughs) But, you know, he is a, he has a great, brilliant mind. And I will say definitely those who will come to our presentation before our breakout session, you will see how brilliant his mind is. So I'm just a promoter, but I will definitely say that he is definitely uh, the brain and I am the people. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my goodness. That's hilarious. What are we going to do tonight, brain? Oh, we're going to start the dad lounge. Oh, okay. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Take over the dad world. That's casual. (laughs) <laughs> so, so aside from your presentation, before you go, I am curious, what is something that you're looking forward to uh, up in Milwaukee getting to do uh, during Home Dad Con? I mean, I guess Paul did say there was a cigar lounge like five minute walk away. That's pretty cool. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. In, uh, in Cincinnati, there was that, uh, that whatever, um, up on, can you remember that? Like the pool area? And, you know, some of the guys would get up there and you'd have cigars and hang out and stuff. And, you mm-hmm. know, that was, that was a lot of fun. Um, in Phoenix, we went to a cigar lounge. I think there was like five or six of us. And I like the smaller group settings sometimes. Sometimes the bigger ones kind of overwhelm me a little bit and I'm more taking notes sort of a thing. But I like the small group setting stuff where you can really kind of, you know, get into it with some other guys. And, mm-hmm. um, I really enjoy that a lot. I mean, geez, just the the dad con you know just the dad con as a whole i'm excited about that i mean it really is like a software update man i really do i know that it's gonna help me with a lot of stuff that's awesome five weeks what about you arvis it's alongside the same things because it's literally i'm looking forward to getting more proverbial tools for my toolbox and the first dad con i really got so much information i was excited to come home and i really felt empowered you know to 
Um, my wife does all the cooking because she just she absolutely loves to cook, and you see, you'll see in that lounge that I try and I fail. I just usually get my coffee and my snuggie, and which I have on right now. Uh, to uh, and then I'm pretty much chill in my bathroom, and uh, people will find out that yeah, that is my hangout. Uh, that's only pretty much the only place that I can actually stretch out my feet. Um, but what I'm also looking forward to is the same thing, just the camaraderie, because the the beer share is more than just, you know, like people think you're just going there to drink. No, it's just a place to hang out. Yep. And what the beer share does, if I'm, may I say, am I able to say as far as what the beer share does? Yeah, okay. Absolutely. When I found out that it raises money for the scholarship committee, for the scholarship fund, I tried to promote that in every single way. Even when I was wearing the Boba Fett, um, you know, uh, helmet, and you know, I'm like, "Come on, bid, bid, bid!" And I'm like, "Come on!" I'm like, "This is for the scholarship fund. We're staying home, dads." And I'm sitting there doing uh, the dance from uh, Mickey Mouse Clubhouse, and everyone is just whether introvert or extrovert was just vibing and I, you know i'm looking forward to the exact same thing where phil said the, the cigar lounge because outside of us going which was about a 15 minute drive for us to go to the cigar lounge there was nowhere you can really hang out because there was so much construction and they didn't have like a place on top or anything like that hang out in the hotel so kind of we were limited but to be able to go to a cigar lounge, play some, some dominoes, AKA bones, and just be able to vibe, get to know each other, you know, mm -hmm. on a more personal level and to bring more dads into that, you know? Um, and so it won't be, since we have kids, it won't be, you know, you walk into the, into the cafeteria, you're the new kid and you don't know where to sit everyone's saying come here come sit yeah. sit sit come and sit so over here have options yeah and that's what i really love about that and this will also be my first time seeing autumn season for what it is as mm -hmm. we see you know burnt plants uh-huh yeah it's <laughs> terrible there you should all leave but yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's very it's very laid back I will say that. Oh, it's got to be. You can't get excited. You'll burst into flames. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yes, I will say that. However, when it's when it's cooler in the in the winter months, that will make you look at houses. It's very beautiful. That'll make you look at houses. <laughs> That's because you put a fan on yourself when there's a fire all around you. Doesn't mean it's cooler. <laughs> yeah, cooler yeah, is it relative. Actually, it gets so hot here that we don't use, uh, you know the numeric system for the temperature you know we start giving warning signals it's a high of you know combusted combusted car engine i say at know, least uh, at least phil gets snow where he's at in arizona <laughs> no that's not snow that's tears <laughs> <laughs> well i think you'll really enjoy milwaukee milwaukee is a beautiful city and we have so many things planned around the entire thing. The weather is going to be the least 
uh, it'll be the, 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 the thing that it'll hit you every single day, just a little bit differently. So do bring a jacket. Arvis, of course, bring like all your winter gear. Um, but, um, do you have any winter gear? You don't have any winter gear. I'm thinking I'm, wor- I, I'm, I'm working, what? I'm working on some things for him for that. <laughs> I appreciate that. It, it is very hard being tall. Uh, mm-hmm. um, you know, four foot nine, it's, it's hard being tall, but that's right. That being, yes. I will bring my Snuggie, uh, except this time I won't look like an idiot walking around downtown Phoenix in a Snuggie when it's like 115 degrees outside. Um, I totally <laughs> yep. did not realize that. I'm like, why is everyone looking at me strange? And and Gerard is like, you're seven foot three and you have on the Snuggie. I'm like, oh, crap. I still have this thing on? I'm like, oh, man. Uh, <laughs> yes. Utilization nah. of your brain is the essential. rest of the rest of us are melting in t-shirts and shorts, and he's wearing a snug. Yeah, <laughs> just the heat, man. It's got to you. It's busted your head, and then you're all thinking it's cold or cold when it can't be cold there. I'm sorry, man. Well, my I lord, keep, I keep I keep my house anywhere between sixty nine and sixty five degrees, so it's like a winter paradise. In well, I would think so. You'd have to. I mean, I'd be keeping my house at probably like. 42 degrees well, most time. <laughs> I don't know, man. I think, you know, it's a hundred and death outside. You come in and if it's 85, who cares? <laughs> no I'll kidding. Tell you something, Arvis, let me tell you this. My mm-hmm. wife told me she did this growing up. I never believed her because we lived in Georgia. I'm okay. like, that. that's the dumbest thing okay. I ever heard. You cannot do that. Up here, okay. you leave your butter out on the counter. Yes. Yes. And I'm like, uh, do you need to put that away? And, and I think it was her, her brother. And he was like, what? No, we just leave it right here. We'll put a cover on it. And I'm like, what, what, why are you going to use it for something? That is later? So a like, mid- yeah, that's such a Midwest thing. <laughs> it is. It's crazy. I'm like, <laughs> totally. gonna, cause in Georgia, no, I'm sorry. One, it would melt and it would be a puddle. And two, even in the AC, it'd be a puddle Two, you'd get ants. Just that's it. You know, and do you want ants? Cause that's how you get ants. <laughs> Thank you, Archer, for my best lines. Very, very much true. And well, you're going to have a great that. time. I can't wait. I, I absolutely can't wait, especially to see my brothers who I haven't seen in a year. Oh, I, just hope yeah. you ha- I just hope you have enough uh, leg room on the plane. <laughs> that is that is one thing I'm thinking about. The other thing I'm thinking about is I hope that the bed situation doesn't happen again, as I did not sleep for the entire convention. And I brought in Wednesday and I I never forget. They were like, yeah, we have a nice size queen. Get up there. I'm like, this is a pretty princess. Yeah, right. uh, I know queen. (laughs) Man. And Phil, thank you for every morning coming up and uh, getting me because every single time when I finally fall asleep, I'm like, I miss breakfast. And he's like, oh, no, I got to wait. I'm like, yes. Nice. Nice. (laughs) And so yes good job Phil. good job man phil's my wingman he always holds it down for me because uh i'm very oblivious for those who don't know i'm very oblivious i don't catch on i'm a very nice guy and i don't catch on to what's happening around me until it's too late and so you know cerebrally phil no i'm saying phil help 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 me, Phil. I don't know what to do. And Phil comes <laughs> just out of nowhere, like impeccable timing. So take example, off the snuggie. <laughs> oh no, no! I'll tell you one. We're Churchill, Churchill, and in yep. downtown. I mean, in uh, at the at the uh, the first floor, mm-hmm. he helped me. I went both of those situations. And Phil, <laughs> appreciate. It. 
<laughs> oh man. Well, hey fellas, we're up against the time on uh on the show, but honestly, I think we could probably continue talking for a while, but uh we're gonna have to cut it cut it where it's at. But other than that, I mean we got five weeks. You know, we're gonna see each other real soon. Uh when this comes out, I think we'll be uh less than 30 days out. So that's uh crazy in itself. But I know. I, I really appreciate you guys coming on and, and talking about just uh the dad lounge and just you know what's uh giving you this motivation to to talk to uh, everybody else at home dadcon and uh we'll see you all in a few weeks man so uh till then have a good one not everybody yeah, yeah man thanks for having us and we'll probably see you on the lounge yes thank you for the opportunity and we'll see you in the lounge and everyone thanks for listening and watching i'm a dad that's what i do 